1: This is Asinine Radio. This is week two of June in the year 2020. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Yeah. Now, this is Asinine Radio. This is every week we get into a. Um, well, no, this is the wrong episode for that. Uh, we have our Fearless Beer Review. We have our Songs of the Week, and we have our new music and other happenings in the music world. So stay tuned for that. Uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us And there follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Now, Jeff, let's get into our Fearless Beer yeah. Review. What do you have today?
0: Today, I have a beer called Blueberry Boyfriend.
1: That sounds really gross. You don't know what
0: it is. It could be a haze that is... It could be anything. I don't know. No, it's, not. it's, it's, it's a either
1: a sour or a stout.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a sour. It's a sour from Prairie Arts and Ales. They're from uh, Oklahoma. But I do drink a lot of their stouts, and they're always really, really good. And I've never had a beer that I did not like from this place, hmm. even though I've only had stouts. So this is my first time having a non-stout beer from Prairie. Um, it's 5.4%. It's got a 3.8 on untapped an eighty seven on beer advocate, so I don't know how to take that, but um they make some really damn good stouts and all their labels are very cool they're very uh they're very colorful mm-hmm. and this is blueberry boyfriend and it's got this giant blueberry and he has like a unibrow with an ugly mouth and it's uh, it's funny. it's good it's good stuffs
1: all right, it sounds really nasty <laughs> because sours are gross or and stouts are gross well, so. mm. they're both gross.
0: Oh They're both. god, theirs. that was a loud crack <laughs> uh,
1: I have today uh, I, I was lazy and I didn't go out And get a new beer So I'm using a beer uh, that we had here at the house When you were here two days ago And uh, I have a Pliny the Elder uh, I've had this before on the pod Had this before on the pod We both have had this on the pod But, you know, it's a solid beer And I thought, why not Why not bring it on it once again This is uh, made by Russian River Brewing Company If you've never heard of this beer already um, let's see here. This was bottled on five twenty nine of freshie. this year, so it's a it's a fresh bottle. And uh, let's see, let's see some of the other stats. Russian River is up in California, Northern California.
0: Uh, what else we got here? I mean, it's I almost like the like the, the go to. Like if you're trying to make like a double IPA, that's you want it to taste like Pliny. That's that's what everybody loves. That's what people strive for. Yes, yeah, but it, correct. when I had it yesterday or the other day, it, it was okay.
1: Just thought it was okay, huh? Like it it's was okay.
0: No, I shouldn't say it was okay. It was good. It wasn't okay. great, but it was good.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: well, this
1: one is sold year-round. Generally sold in a 16-ounce bottle, or on tap at some places. Um, let's see here on Beer Advocate, this has a 100% rating score. See, that's so dumb. That's here. just stupid. <laughs> But it's weird. Okay, so the score is hundred percent, but the average is four point six nine out of five. Yeah. So I don't know how that makes any sense. I tried looking. Curve. I, try, I tried to see if our boy Raul um, had reviewed it, but I couldn't find it. But I would assume he has at some point. But this this on Beer Advocate, it has let's see three thousand eight hundred forty seven reviews, and I'm not going to go through that many reviews. To find Raul.
0: See, like, after a certain point, why would you even add to that review list? Like, no one's going to read your fucking review.
1: Especially considering, that, one, they're all going to say the same thing, and two, everybody gives this beer a high rating. So it's going to be it's the annoying. same thing over and over again.
0: I didn't. On Untapped, this has a 4.61, The Pliny the Elder. Mm-hmm. I gave it 3.5. <laughs> and you are a, a rebel. I mean, that's still high, though. That's still a high score. 3.5 is not bad at all. No, but it... But it
1: it deserves higher. It it it, it well, doesn't. Let's, it let's just let's doesn't. Let, let's drink these and okay, let's give okay. a proper review. So okay, here we go. Okay. okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. You don't like your uh, your, sour? your sour? Oh, It's sour,
0: baby. I like. Just, no, it's good. The taste is taste is okay. I've never been a fan of blueberries, but um, the taste is all right. But damn, this how's is your, sour. How's your how's your gleek? How's your oh it's 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 locked and loaded. <laughs> it is ready to go. I could I could machine gun the gleek right now but Oh. This is as sour yeah. as the beers from Friend of the Pod Mike in his brewery, King's Crossing. Mm-hmm. This is as sour as those, but the Oof. taste isn't quite there.
1: Yeah, Mike Mike's actually had good taste yeah. even though they were sour. Yeah, the Southern Bell, that was that was the one that I the only the, really the only sour I liked was the Southern Bell. Okay.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah, he honestly, Mike, Mike brews some pretty good beer, and it's a shame that he doesn't brew anymore for Kings Cross.
0: I've King's only, I've only yeah. had his sours. I've had I don't think I've ever had anything else, but yeah, I mean, the sours are perfect beers, all of them.
1: Uh, he's I've I've had a few of his IPAs. I know he's I've had one of his loggers. I don't know if he's made a pilsner at some point, but I feel like he has. But I don't know. It's good. Oh, he's I think he's done a red too. Whew. But anyway. Anyway. Oh, oh what was what I was gonna say on Beer Advocate with the Pliny the Elder. This is uh for the style for an American Imperial IPA, it's ranked number two on the entire website. And the only thing that beat it was Pliny the Younger.
0: Uh
1: yeah. Dummies. And then uh, in regard to the actual um, all out of all the beers on Beer Advocate, it's ranked number fourteen. And Pliny the Elder's number befo- fourteen out of all the beers ranked. Out of all the beers, and almost everything that's beat it as a um, is a stout. Except for like, there's a couple New England IPAs, and then Pliny the younger beat it, and then everything else is stouts. Mm. Yeah, the number one, the number one reviewed beer on Beer Advocate is uh, Kentucky Kentucky Brunch Brand Stout, Imperial American Imperial Stout, twelve percent, Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. That has an average rating of four point four point nine out of 5.
0: Do you know any of like the lore or the history of the actual Pliny the Elder or Younger?
1: Like the beer or the, the Pliny per- the, the people. Elder?
0: Like the the people? peeps. No, not really. So, not the peeps. So, I mean, I don't know too much, but I do know that Pliny the Younger is the one who, who told people about Pliny the Elder's death, and Pliny the Elder died um, during the eruption of Mount Vesuvius.
1: Oh, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so look at that. And I think um, yeah. I don't know because I mean we were there at some point, and I don't. I mean, I I didn't know anything about that at that time, but I wonder if there's like a memorial or a plaque somewhere out there about Pliny the Elder. And then I wonder if some like goofball would have taken a label and then slapped it like on the back of that plaque or something.
1: I can imagine that's happened. <laughs> I can honestly imagine that's happened because people are disrespectful but yeah no that probably happened or they or they left a bottle an empty bottle of it there
0: yeah i I think the story goes Pliny the elder wanted to just watch the eruption from like a safe distance Mm -hmm. but then somebody he knew or somebody he knew's friend like a friend of a friend asked for help to like save people and then he took his boat or his ship or whatever and ran to it and eventually died
1: Jeez, that's tragic yeah. No, I never never knew that. I I just assumed he was like some like mathematician from ancient Greece or something like that. Yeah, I think Sounds he was like from I that. think
0: he was some type of mathematician because I don't know, a lot of the things he talks about is in regards to, I don't know, like rhetoric. I guess is that like mm. a thing?
1: Yeah. That works. Okay. That works. All right. Well, we have our, our three-point rating system here. Our rating system is actually much better than Beer Advocates, yeah. or really any rating system for that matter. And uh, where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but you should try it, and zero is just liquid hot garbage. So what would you, um, what would you rate this one, Jeff? Your, mm. your blueberry mm. sour...
0: Blueberry boyfriend. <laughs> I would, uh, I'd, give this a, I'd give it a two. It's Solid too, yeah. Maybe I mean, I, I definitely would not go higher than the zoo, but I may go lower, okay. But uh, it's yeah, it's a two,
1: all right. Not a blueberry man, but that's okay, I guess. Nah. Do you like blueberries? Oh, yeah, I like blueberries, they're good. Yeah, well, with my Pliny the Elder, I'm gonna give it a perfect score. It, it's a great, uh, it's a great IPA. I mean, it's it, I think it's wildly uh, overrated, but it's still really good. It's still really
0: good.
1: Uh, out of our out of our three point rating system, what would you give a pliny since you just had one two days ago?
0: I'd give it a two point two two point three. Really? That low? Not even like a two point eight? No. No, no, no,
1: no. Now oh, you're wild. I no, think no, no, I think no. you're just trying to be different. You're trying <laughs> it's like you're you know how you've <laughs> always made fun of <laughs> me in I'm, the I'm past being, of I'm, how I'm being a Tyler, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because you you constantly make fun of me saying I'm stuck in the past and I can I only like things that are old. But you're just, and I don't know. You're just, you're, you're annoying.
0: I don't know, Jerry.
1: <laughs> you're annoying. You're annoying. That's what it comes down to.
0: Oh, you're a feisty one today already. Right?
1: Because I know where where all these conversations are going to lead. I didn't even say anything. I know, but you said stuff. But prior to us recording, we didn't even talk about this. I know what this. I know what you're doing. I know. What I. This is getting. This is the setup to what's going to be happening soon. Oh yeah. So. Okay, that that's it for our fearless beer review. Uh, let's get into our songs of the week, and who wants to go first? You want to go first? Or you want to want me to go first?
0: Whatever you want, it's your, it's your pod.
1: Well, how about I go first, considering yours is related to our song, our album of the week. Okay, that sounds good. You do whatever you okay. want. So I went with. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Incubus this week, and there's one song which I think is probably a top twenty, if not a top ten song from them. But it's a top really 20 deep song. It's a. Um, it probably breaks the top ten. At this least is a top, top
0: five hundred song for sure,
1: uh, for Incubus. For Incubus, yes. And uh, but it's it's overlooked a lot because it was never a single. It was a B side from their Light Grenades record, and it's the song "Look Alive." I think this is this shows that era of Incubus the best. This is probably one of the best songs to come out of that era, but nobody ever talks about it. They they did play it live. I had never times. heard this song. Oh really? No,
0: Pardon? no, never uh, heard the song. I think Light Grenades was when I stopped even being interested in Incubus.
1: Yeah, Lake Grenades is very like half the album is really good and the other half just sucks. There's like really no in
0: between on that record. But this song was a banger. This song was good. It's really good, right? Yeah.
1: It was um, it was originally the B-side to what was it? I have it written down, I think or I did. Uh, but it w- well anyway, it was on the greatest hits compilation that they put out called Monuments and Melodies that came out in 2009. It was also What it was, okay, what it was, it was the bonus track on the Japanese release of Light Grenades, and and then it was also played live on their 2007 DVD and CD called Look Alive, which I have that as well. That's where I originally heard it was on that that live DVD and live CD uh, when that came out. But then, yeah, the Monuments and Melodies came out, and that's where it was officially released. So that's kind of cool. So here's a little bit of the song Look Alive from The Incubus's. BIRDS <tripe noise> CHIRP Truly an underrated banger, right there, in the song "Look Alive."
0: That is from true. From AKA. an underrated banger.
1: Oh man, this this song is always on my uh, my main playlist. I I it's such a great song. Just that that build up, that cool build up with the bass, and then the guitar slightly comes in, and then it just builds and builds. It's great. Love the drums too. Jose is a great drummer. Wildly underrated drummer as
0: well. Good stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. I mean, it was it was good. I just, there's just, uh, there's too much, there's too much Incubus that I don't care about for me to get back into caring about Incubus.
1: Really? So. But their, like, their first, what, five albums are, like, perfect? And then after that, it's kind of hit or miss, I feel. You know okay. what I mean? Like, Fungus well, Among Us, Science, Morning View, or no, uh, Make, Make Yourself, Yourself, Morning View, and then Crow. Those Albums are like perfect albums.
0: Well, I think, perfect, actually, I think that I think a crow left in the murders when I first started tapering off, and the light grenades was like the the nail the final nail in the coffin with Anna Molly. I think when I heard that, oh, song, I love it was just Super nah, meh, that
1: song is so good. The super drums in that are it. so good. I love the drums in that, and then the marxophone that the DJ Kilmore plays, I love it in the beginning of that song. Amazing song. Ah, oh, incubus are great. They're really really good. All right, let's um, let's move on to your pick, the uh, the pick that's related to our album of the week, I Am the Avalanche. Take it away, Jeff. What do you got?
0: Uh, I chose a group called Peaced Out, and I didn't know until we did I Am the Avalanche this week that they released another album, like an actual album. It was just a, an EP for a long time, and this group, when they first came out, they teased everybody with who they were. They kept their identities a secret, and they released these like weird, cryptic, YouTube videos that were like less than a minute long. And the third one actually revealed themselves to be um, Vinny from I am the Avalanche and Steve, Steve Choi from our expanded. And this is kind of their, this is kind of like their side project where they just get really experimental and, and kind of goofy at times for the sake of being goofy, but they still keep it grounded in that it's showcasing not only their skills, but where they all came from as band plus the other two guys are from other bands that i've never heard of so
1: yeah i looked them up i didn't didn't recognize the other bands like no motive was where the drummer was from and i looked at them and they they've put out like almost 10 records or something like that since like the earlier mid 90s but i'd never heard of them either but they were uh this band was cool this band was really cool yeah i was very 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 surprised they're like a like a more um mainstream version of the sounds of animals fighting like yes. they're they're more they're more accessible than than the sound of animals fighting, which I l- I love I love that it sounds great, and Vinny doesn't even sound like Vinny from everything from the movie th- that I've heard from the movie Life and I Am the Avalanche, this is I did not think he had it in him.
0: Yeah, this. definitely didn't think he could like scream or do hardcore vox hardcore like punk. this. Yeah,
1: there's no way. So I had it, no idea.
0: Like I, r- I remember a long time ago too, just not understanding. Because I, I got into this group right when I got in I Am The Avalanche. So it was way late. Actually, it came out in 2012, these guys. So it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like way late. But I had, I had to like double check to make sure there wasn't somebody else on the vocals. Because it sounds nothing like them.
1: No, you would never know unless you had read about it. Or somebody told you. Uh, should I play it?
0: Well, yeah. Is that right. what, isn't what we do here?
1: That's what we do. This, this is from the, the band called Peaced Out. And the song is called It's a Long Way Back to Civilization. song it's a long way back to civilization from the band pieced out <laughs> it's good man you know what? after listening to this it uh it reminds me a lot of refused they especially the guitar playing, is a lot like it i love it i, I think it's fantastic this entire record's great okay when i put this on i, I just i immediately just listen to the whole record and it's like non-stop hardcore punk mm-hmm. but like with like some some technical stuff too it's not just straightforward hardcore punk which is which is nice good choice
0: good choice well there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Vinny side project that I could have chose and so this is the one that I think uh since I know you don't like I am the avalanche this is the one I thought that you would like the most <laughs> you're
1: such an idiot <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
1: but then why didn't we do this record instead of I am the avalanche if you really think that
0: I think you would like this more. I I want to Iron I Am The Evalence for me. I just want to listen to I Am The Evans this week. Oh, so it's all about you. Yeah. It's no
1: longer all about me. Correct. Okay. I guess that makes sense. We good with Peaced Out? Yeah. And Incubus? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on to uh, to some new music that was released this week. The first thing we have, uh, Run The Jewels Surprise released their new album, RTJ4. I've listened to it probably like six or seven times already. I, I think it's fantastic. I think everything Run the Jewels have ever done has just been amazing. Nothing bad to say about them or their music or anything. They're fantastic. Did you give the, the album a listen?
0: Uh, I kept meaning to do it. I just, I never did. Oh, you
1: just never did. Did you, yeah, yeah. did you at least listen to the song with Pharrell and Zach?
0: No. Ah, oh, dude. I want to get th- I want to get the whole thing in context. You want to get the whole package? Okay. There's a song
1: with Josh Homme on it too. Yeah. But he's barely on it. You wouldn't know he's on it unless you read that he's on it.
0: Wow. Oh. Is he singing or is he playing of guitar?
1: It's more like just harms. It's really weird. Oh, okay. It's really, really weird. But he honestly he probably had more to do with like the production aspect of it and the writing of it than anything else. Because you can barely tell you could barely tell it's him. But it's really good. I highly recommend the new Run the Jewels record. Go check it out. RTJ four. Go listen to the, all four of the records. They're all uh, bangers. That's true. Certified bangers. <clears throat> so some new songs that were released uh just one of Jeff's favorite bands Power Man 5000 <laughs> put out a, a new song called uh Black Lipstick. It's off their new record. I forgot when that's coming. I think it's sometime later this month. And uh what do you think of it?
0: This was it was this was not a good song. It wasn't it was it was dumb. It was slow. It didn't even sound like PM 5K. But again, PM5 gave a lot of albums that I've never listened to, so the transition from When Worlds Collide to now, it could have been a slow progre- progress, so I don't know. But
1: oh, I don't it, think they've put out a lot of records, have they?
0: I, they probably have more than you think they do.
1: I think they have like five at the most. Power, Let's let's look it up real quick, because I, I don't think they have a lot. Because I think there was a long period of time where they didn't do anything. Oh, that's music videos, that's singles. Oh wait, no, you're you're absolutely right. They have a lot more records than I thought. Because right?
0: that album with yeah. with um When Worlds Collide, that was like their That was their second record. Third, third or fourth album.
1: Yeah, it looks like their s well according to Wikipedia, it looks like their second, but then
0: yeah. And then the next one they had with Bomb Bombshell, drop the bombshell. Drop that was the, bombs, the Japanese release one, right? That was the one that was supposed to come out right around um that was the one was supposed 9/11? to come out yeah, nine eleven. And then it got delayed and then I don't think it ever even came out at some, and then until like years and years later.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, they have, wait, okay, so let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then the new album will be 11. Wow, I thought they had like four or five. That's surprising.
0: <laughs> See, so like the, pro- the, wow. the progression from <laughs> When Worlds Collide <laughs> to this could have been like a gradual thing, and had I been a huge fan of PM5K and followed them through the years, this might not have been a shock. But yeah, it, it definitely was. It's not.
1: It's not really the style that I have a problem with. It's just. It's a boring song. Yeah, it's that got that '80s goth style, which can be could sound really good. And the song starts out cool, but it just doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of like flatlines at the verse, and there's no real catchy or good or interesting hook. So I just I didn't think it was that great either. But maybe the right. the, uh, well, the rest of the record will be good. Who knows? We'll never know. Well, we will know when it comes out. Uh, So what we have next is No Effects. They're doing like a split album with uh, Frank Turner.
0: Do you know who Frank Turner is? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's Frank Ocean. No, I don't know who Frank Turner is. I
1: don't know who he is either, but apparently he's really popular within like the punk and the indie scene, but I've never heard of him. And uh, I guess he's friends with Fat Mike. So they decided to like cover each other's songs and No Effects put out a song called Thatcher Fuck the Kids. So I, I don't even, I'm confused with this whole record, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm just, I don't know why they do it, why they, this is happening, but it's it, like those, it is. just like those those
0: like BYO splits where half the band, like Rancid and Bouncing Souls, where Rancid would do three Bouncing yeah. Souls songs, and Bouncing Souls would do three Rancid songs. So it's kind of like that, right?
1: I know, but Frank Turner, he's like an acoustic guy, isn't he? I don't know. You just said you don't know who, don't he, know who is. he is. I think he is. But I think from the little I read, I think he's like a country, uh, not a country, but a, fuck an acoustic, um, like songwriter, but he but for some reason he's liked in the punk community. I don't fucking know. It makes no sense to me. But yeah, anyway, No Effects put out a, a song called Thatcher Fuck the Kids, and then the the actual cover album it's coming out I think this month if I'm not mistaken. But let me see. Here. No, I, I think don't think it's know July thirty it first. Out. July thirty first, yeah. Yeah. On Fat Records, on Fat Records, Fat Records. So there you go. So, so cool. I'm, I'm not going to play that, no effects, unless you really want to play nah. it. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, so then we have two acoustic little little songs here. Uh, they're just, they're existing songs, just cover versions of them. And th- one of them comes from Incubus. They did a, an acoustic, acoustic cover of uh, Agoraphobia. Their song Agoraphobia from A Crow Left of the Murder. And um, I thought it was really good. Jeff hated it. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't say I hated it. know it's, why. It's okay. You, I mean, you're you're such a sucker for acoustics. It's true, but you I just, you don't make any sense. Especially coming consistent. off of that
0: great accu- or that great incubus song you posted. But I listened yeah. to the regular version of Agoraphobia, Phobia, phobia first, phobia? and then the acoustic version, and both of them were just meh. The acoustic version was definitely better, <laughs> but it was meh. And like Spotify sh- took it down, so I couldn't listen to it again. Yeah, I don't know
1: why they would so take it down. It's so bizarre. Very bizarre. I wonder if it's like a region thing. Like if it's, it was only taken down in the U.S. I don't know.
0: Usually, like before we start these, I'll listen to them again just to like refresh myself with them. Yeah, but I couldn't. I couldn't refresh it here. So
1: yeah, I just opened. Tried to open it too. It didn't work. Uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right. The last thing we have here is another acoustic. But this comes from Taking Back Sunday. They, uh, I guess they're. It kind of seems like they're doing like. Um, they're doing acoustic versions of all of their songs from their album Tidal Wave. Uh, they already did Holy Water, it looks like, a little bit ago, and this week they put out an uh, acoustic version of the song Title Wave. I thought it was really cool, but of course, Jeff, <laughs> he has to be different. That's a good word. He has to that's be different. It's
0: cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's not really <laughs> good. That's not what you said. No, it's cool. It's cool. That's not...
1: Oh, no, you're right. None of this is what you said I, prior to us recording.
0: I said that I didn't like it, but maybe the so be- a better word to use would be cool. Yeah, it's cool to... to to listen to something a little bit different like this but what makes taking back Sunday so great is is like the energy that they have the energy they have together when it's just like an acoustic version of a song all that energy is now lost which you still have a melody there but the melody kind of only works when the band is coming in hard with that energy Mm -hmm. and so you like like a lot of acoustic things that taking back Sunday does i don't i don't particularly like
1: is it because adam's not a very good singer no, because really
0: like most of my favorite singers are probably not very good singers, except for Regina Spector, who's the greatest singer of all time, but, he, I mean, yeah, I mean, but that uh, doesn't bother me that much. Yeah,
1: because you love Tom DeLonge. Yeah. And he's a shit singer. But,
0: he, but he's also great at doing acoustic songs.
1: He is very good at it. Surprisingly very good at it.
0: Yeah. It's just at, I mean, Taking Back Sunday just have this energy to them that translates perfectly on album and perfectly live, just not acoustic.
1: I guess I guess that makes sense. I didn't think of it that way, but that makes sense. <sighs> okay. Well, that's about okay. it for for the right, new right, music. Right, right, I right. thought it, I thought it was a good a good <laughs> solid good solid list of new music, but you just wanted to shit all over it. But what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Now, the song Fuck the Police from NWA. They that song has received a giant surge of streams on Spotify, Apple Music, etc. And it's kind of funny when you think about it, all of the money that's going toward these, these streams are not going to the artists. They're (laughs) not going to any sort of charity. They're all going to the big corporations. They're all going to the big music industry buffs. So it's just like, and people are saying, Oh, this is so great that fuck the police is getting so popular and it means something, but it's like, you're, you're missing the entire fucking point. Yeah. It's nobody's talking about that. And it's just the irony of it is just astonishing.
0: It's funny because you can just picture the people in Spotify, like the, the the corporate wigs in Spotify, just sitting in their chairs with a cigar thing. Come, keep it coming, baby. Keep it coming.
1: <laughs> I know. It's sad. just like, and I don't even know who, who owns the publishing rights. They're probably making the most money off of it, <laughs> you know, for that song. Because, you know, it's not Dr. Dre or or Ice Cube or anything like that. Oh,
0: yeah. They'll cut Dr. Dre like a $25 check for sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, probably yeah. hundred dollars max for all the the surge <laughs> yeah. streams. But yeah, no, everything goes to the publishers and the corporations and shit. That's just that's how streaming works. That's how the music industry works. And nobody's even talking about that. It's so stupid.
0: Good times.
1: Ugh, God, it, like if you really wanted to do it, you should you should avoid streaming music. If you don't want to pay corporations and big companies, <laughs> then don't stream music. It's just people are idiots sometimes. I swear to God. But anyway uh Bandcamp I've I've been a strong advocate for Bandcamp for many 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 years. I think they're a great a great company. Um they do a lot more for the artists than any other website or any other music streaming site I've ever seen in the last I think they've been around for like 12 or 13 years. And um what they're doing is they're on June 19th all donations are going to support and then the legal defense fund. Um I'm not a I'm indifferent about a lot of charities, but it's cool that they're actually doing something and they're taking all proceeds and they're doing that because what they've already been doing is like every Friday, they were doing the every Friday thing where they are giving all proceeds to the actual artist and the site wasn't taking anything from them, which was awesome in itself. Yeah. But this is cool too, because this shows that (coughs) Bandcamp isn't the biggest, but it's, it's big enough and significant enough to, to make a difference within the music industry, especially the indie scene. And uh, I think it's really cool that they're doing stuff like this. Yeah, it's nice. They they've been there for the artists ever since all this quarantine shit started, and I I, th- I think that's really cool. And they've been the most transparent about it all, and I, I like that about Bandcamp. It's, and also, they have like the cool, the best website for streaming music ever.
0: It's nice to see, like somebody or a company or anybody, do all of the proceeds or all of the profits rather than, like twenty percent of the profits or thirty percent of the profits here, because. I mean I mean we talked about it kinda, but like a brewery that was semi local to us, we're doing you know, for the next week, twenty percent of all profits are gonna go to this, which is great, that's fantastic. But there's gonna be an uptick in business anyway. Yeah. And so they're still making more money in the long run and then twenty percent of it which twenty percent is better than zero, but it's nice to see somebody just go all out, one hundred percent. I'm not doing anything, take everything. Yeah. So that's cool.
1: And Bandcamp has a great has a great setup with theirs too with with the streaming and the buying and that's like the big difference between Bandcamp and and other streaming sites is that you can buy the music and then you could download the music in whatever way you want to download it like quality wise so you can like download it in like a flack file or you could download it in the shittiest style to fit like on your phone or whatever like that you know so it's like you're you're more directly supporting the artist and and whenever you buy something, more of the cut goes to the artist than any other streaming site, which is nice too. So good on Bandcamp. I've always liked them. It just sucks that they don't have as big of a catalog as like Spotify or Apple Music. Otherwise, I would only stream off of Bandcamp. But they just, they're, they're strictly more for like indie stuff and some bigger stuff. Mm. So it's kind of unfortunate. But what are you going to do? Bandcamp is still the best out of them all. All right. Well, that's it for the pod. You got anything else to say?
0: Um. Well, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, I figure you don't. What a surprise, right? I'm just trying to waste time here.
0: Okay. Uh, for what? Are we trying to get to like a certain minute mark? Or
1: no, we're, are we're are all we good. We're ready. Stretch. No, we're just we're, we're ready to go and uh, stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the I am the Avalanche album Avalanche United. Thank you all for listening. Uh go to iTunes, go rate review, and subscribe to us on their phone social media at SNA Radio and that's it. That's all.